Oh, there's really no other way to start this because I did the main intro, uh, you know, later on. So you guys are going to hear that. But welcome back to the podcast. Uh, welcome. Welcome, everybody. We just got done with an amazing episode. Like, super intro, insightful. I'm going to go with it. Yeah, we're going to go with it because uh, 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 I said so. <laughs> yeah. No, so we actually had uh, a longtime friend of mine. Brittany Bowman. Uh, she is a professional concert photographer uh, and all around great person as well on the show today. And man, she was good fun. It was so good to catch up. She won the award at the end as well um, for longest time talk to post show. Yeah. Look at that. Like, exactly. And that's that's a that's, that's a not big something. Deal. That, yeah, that's a big deal. No, we don't for anybody scoff who, at things uh, like that. Uh, not never, dude. For anybody who uh, who's curious as to who uh, Britt Bowman is, first off, stick around for the episode and find out. But right now, uh, she is uh, the photographer for a band called Volbeat. And if you don't know who Volbeat is, you're living under a rock. So figure that and out. Not even the good kind of rock. <laughs> not a good kind of. Yeah. 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 Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. And today it's going to be a podcast about life behind the scenes in the music industry. Today we have professional concert photographer Britt Bowman. Am I saying that right or is it Bowman? Is it Bowman? Bowman. Yep, Bowman. Like I said it right the man. first time. See, if I just yeah. didn't question myself, things would be so much easier. Britt, <laughs> how's it going today? Really good. How are you? Doing great. Now, you just uh, said before... Um, why do I have this radio voice going on right now? I don't even care. I don't know. Radio voice is good. <laughs> it's People nice. Like it is good. It's it's like ASMR for for our listeners. I, I hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so, super professional sounding. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. I try to sound and pose as professional as possible, even though the reality is I'm living in a basement. <laughs> and you and you drink leftover and I drink mango leftover mango fiesta tea, tea from Taco yeah. Bell the night before. <laughs> I have my shit. Together. We all do. <laughs> now, before before we recorded or hit the recording button for for this podcast, you said that you had just gotten home. Is mm-hmm. that from from a tour? Is that uh, yeah? From- I was just out I with Fullbeat. That's the band that I tour with most of the time, and we were out doing a co-headline with Ghost and this band called Twin Temple, and we were out for about seven weeks. Dang! Wow, man, Dang. that's man, a long seven time. Weeks. Yeah, it's a long tour. <laughs> I think the, lo- fun, the longest I went on was two months. And I tell you, the last the last week of the two months was the longest part of the entire tour. Yep, because you know you see the finish line yeah, and you're, you're just like, so you're toasted. Close. Oh, man, I, I was like ornery. Like, I was like, don't talk to me. I'm, yep. I'm pissed. Just naturally. I'm sick of you in your faces. <laughs> no, it, like it, it's not like I was like mad at any of my bandmates. I was just like, I, I you just, just didn't sit- like them anymore. Well, I was just <laughs> mad I was there. <laughs> like I could be anywhere else than sitting in the driver's seat of this van, but I'm not. <laughs> nope, you're still in that van, and you got oh. seven more days. Oh man, the harsh reality. I like. <laughs> Guys, be thankful that, well, not thankful, just uh, understand that there's a lot of things you won't have to deal with because Warp Tour is over. 
You won't have to deal with the driving. Oh, it's going to come back. Hot. I feel it. Oh, I, I feel ho- it, I hope it does. I hope it's it does. All I'm saying you. is like, oh, yeah. I think our listeners know this, but like the test of a true band is like making it through Warp Tour. Like fucking. We'll no. get, we'll get to that bear. We'll, we'll talk, we'll talk a little Warp Tour. So Britt, you photographed yep. some of the world's most famous, let's just generalize it, rock and roll musicians, you know, <laughs> from Metallica to Genesis. How did you get your start in photo- concert photography? Um, well, that actually, I've only been doing that for almost six years now. Okay. I was doing other stuff for a lot longer. Um, so the other stuff led me to about six years ago and, um, the managers of Bullbeat, I had been working with them before with a band called Bare Hands doing merch okay. actually. And they called me and they're like, we need a fill in for two weeks and they need to do like um, production style stuff, some dressing room, wardrobe things. And also we're going to give you a really nice camera and you're going to take pictures. And I was like, are you kidding? And they're Uh-oh. like, no, you're pretty good with an iPhone. We think you'll be able to do just fine for what we need. So <laughs> <laughs> I rented a camera. And I was already on a tour with this girl named Rachel Platten. She's like a pop singer. Okay. And I spent two weeks practicing with a Canon, trying to figure out how to use it properly. I had taken pictures with like a Canon Rebel years ago in college. So I kind of had an idea, but not really. Right. Um, so yeah, that tested that out. And then <laughs> went on tour with Volbeat for two weeks, doing a million different jobs. And they ended up liking Usually the way it goes. Yeah. Yep. They're like, here's 20 hats. Wear them. You'll do great. Um, so I did that. They liked me and they were like, so we're going to Europe for, I think it was almost three months coming up and we'd like you to come with us. So you're going to keep doing what you're doing. So I went to Europe with them and it's been almost six years now. <laughs> wow, man. So you, do you mostly just work exclusively with Volbeat or? No, How but they're work? the band that I tour with the most. Cause they, they just keep me busy. So, mm. and I really like working with them. So it's fun to stay with them you know yeah right and and they mm-hmm. definitely do keep you busy oh yeah I, uh, <laughs> seeing you on social media all the time just <laughs> out with volbeat so they're they are they are a working band oh yeah so one of the other so one of the things we're going to say is it's a little known fact that mm-hmm. most people um don't know yet because this is the first time you've been on the podcast and the first time that we're talking to you about um for most people but you and I have known uh-huh. each other for a very long time. A very long time. You used to help me book shows. Uh, mm-hmm. We uh, we also had a stint where we worked together in 2012, where mm-hmm. you sold products from your company called Feather Stuff. Oh, yeah. On our website called Stuff Bomb. Uh, yep. <laughs> so we're both also out on Warp Tour that year as well. You're with Invisible Children and Skate for Cancer. Have you always? Uh, what, hold on, that didn't actually happen. That didn't happen. No, I was supposed to do that, and I okay. ended up canceling to go um, and stay on tour with a different band. Oh. So I didn't end up doing that warp tour. No, I was on warp tour. I think a couple, maybe a year before that, for like two weeks with. Um, do you remember Joseph Farrell? It sounds familiar. Yeah, he was like in a Des Moines band. Okay. And I was out with them. No, I was supposed to do that warp tour, but I didn't end up getting to go. That is one of the last things I uh, I actually have of like in correspondence. Uh-huh, <laughs> is that we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I want to. I wonder if you. So have you done many warp tours at all? Then 
No, I only, I mean, I went as a fan a ton, but that one year I did like, I know, right? Um, I only did those two weeks. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, but two weeks on Warp Tour is about a a month of normal tour. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, truly. So with going on with what I was saying, then have you, have have you always felt the pull of tour life or do you feel, or was it more something you kind of fell into? Um, You've been touring for ever now. Yeah. It's been like 11 years, I think. Um, I always wanted to, it, but mm-hmm. it seemed like a pipe dream. Like it didn't seem like something that was attainable, but then eventually it did start to happen. And then the, once the snowball went down the hill, it hasn't stopped. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause you've done kind of all like hats in 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 the tour life other than you know being a bass player or have yeah. you been a bass player no no <laughs> <laughs> she had to think about that one for a hot that's, second that's fair yeah nope not not real bass not i real will bass? pretend play the strings but i mean am i making a song now <laughs> that, that sounds like my life which is it oh, sounds like my life since I'll you know the bands moved me on to bass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, downgraded. Yeah. Downgraded. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Bassists are the and drummers are the backbones of the band, so you better shut the hell up. They truly are. <laughs> they they are, especially if like they're that is their goal. I mean, there's tons mm-hmm. of bands that are out there that are like, well, I'm a I I I play bass, but are you a bass player? Are you a bassist? There's a difference. Or do you play bass? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to know is, um, I mean, Pat and I, I, I don't know, I, I, seasoned might not be the right word, but Pat and I have done tours and nothing. We've been nothing around. Of like, yeah, we, we've gotten our feet wet or whatever, but the things with that are different in the way that Pat and I have done it versus someone like you in your position at the moment is, we are oftentimes the face of the band. Like we're oftentimes up front. We're the, we're we're the band. Mm -hmm. What is it like for anybody out there listening who wants to be the photographer? Cause we have like photographer friends all over the U S who are doing fantastic. So for them who are listening to this podcast, what is tour life like realistically for someone like you in your position? Um, hmm. well, I mean, it's great. It's wonderful. Um, but as you guys know, you sacrifice a lot. You miss a lot of home stuff. But to get to go out and do what you love, if that's like your goal, it's one of the most incredible things. Right. It can take you so many places, so many places you didn't realize that you'd ever get to go do, you know? Yeah. And I'd argue even too that, uh, you know, your additional member of the band is your photographer slash merch person slash gear person. Like they are just as much a part of a tour or a band than, mm-hmm. you know, the vocalist is. And if not, honestly, even more, because as everyone may be taking their time, like resting in a bus or uh, trying to sleep in their van or, or driving, like whatever, just kind of, you know, minding their mm-hmm. own business. The photographer right. is editing photos, making sure the posts on social media are all like, done and correct and having the correspondence between whoever needs to know and what the venues are later or where these photos are going to it's like there's almost like a non-stop trail of work that right you have yeah to do longer than say going up and playing an hour and a half set and coming back down 
Yep, exactly. You're kind of tired all day, every day, but <laughs> it's kind of nonstop work depending on what your exact position on tour is. Cause you know, sometimes depending on your job, you might get like little breaks here and there, or mm-hmm. you might be working from seven in the morning until three o'clock at night. Yeah. So what would, what would you say? So you, well, okay, let me rephrase this. <laughs> that that was riveting audio for our listeners out there. Just <laughs> I liked it. Um, how do I how do I say this? So you said that you basically kind of jumped into this six years ago. Mm-hmm. Six years kind of seems like a long time, but in this industry, as anybody who's been a part of a band or the music industry can attest to, six years is nothing. It yeah. is. So, it is it nothing you know what it I mean? flies by so mm-hmm. what would you say have been some of the biggest obstacles for you to overcome just not only as a professional photographer um you know you said you did like like slung merch doing gear like any kind like basically like a jack of all trades what was one of the biggest obstacles that you had to overcome to get to where you are oh dear um <laughs> We get, you know, we get a little deep sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I could ask deep. you dumb questions too. That, that's fine. <laughs> no, I like these. I just have to think about it for a second. Yeah. Cause I mean, it could be so many different things. I mean, getting started was probably the biggest thing. Right. And right. getting that snowball rolling down the hill. Um, I definitely say that I've been lucky and I've, I've made a lot of good friends along the way that have helped me tremendously. But I mean, I think just, getting people to take me seriously and getting to stay in the business, you know, going from like one band to the next, finding the next job there, you know, there were so many times in the last like 11 years where it was like waiting like six months for a tour to pop up, you Mm -hmm. know, like that, that was pretty brutal, you know, and then like going home and working like a a home job and stuff when all Mm -hmm. you want to do is be out and gone. So I I don't, I don't know if this is like, uh, uh, a known term but post-tour depression oh yeah okay i'm not the only absolutely oh yeah it's because it's i'm not the only one you go from this like massive high the way way i described it to somebody who hadn't done music hadn't done this was i'm like you get the smallest taste of what you've wanted to do for your entire life and for the rest Mm -hmm. of your life and then it's taken away from you with yeah and it's entirely out of your control yep how hard does that hit you? Um, it's a lot easier now because I think I'm so seasoned into it maybe, mm-hmm. but I still get it a little bit in different ways. Um, a long time ago, it used to be, I'd be depressed that I wasn't around tons of people all the time and, you know, having like, like partying and like having yeah, like fun and life. Yeah, absolutely. Just like going back to like quiet, slow down time was like really difficult. And it was really depressing for like a solid maybe month, I feel like. But now fucking boring. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, You just you get so bored. It's like you're used to having so much adrenaline and it's Mm -hmm. all gone. Mm -hmm. But now it's kind of like I'm thankful to like have the time off, you know, and get to be home. Mm -hmm. But it hits me in weird ways. Like I think because I'm so used to living out of a suitcase when I come home, I throw (laughs) everything away. I'm like, I have too much stuff. It's too overwhelming. I got to. I got to go donate some stuff to Goodwill or something <laughs> like that's where my depression hits. It's like, I get overwhelmed with being home. Wow. That's uh, uh, like, I never <laughs> thought about it, about that one. Like that one's odd. 
It is. It's a very odd thing, but I've noticed it. It happens almost every time at the end of the tour and I have to kind of stop myself. (laughs) I'm like in a month, you're going to wish you still had that stuff. Please, please stop. Go away. Walk away. (laughs) Mine mine would (laughs) be like after we had just written and released a new song and went on tour to support the, the, the new music or whatever. And I get home and I'm like, the only way to justify going on another tour is to write another good song. <laughs> and I like pick up a guitar and I got nothing. I'm so, <laughs> and, and just the yeah. fact that I like, and, and I put myself in that position. I put myself under that pressure. It's not good. Don't do it to anybody who's listening. I, <laughs> like I I'd put it on myself and then I just go, ah, oh, since I couldn't come up with a song, I'm worthless. <laughs> Well, I think a lot of people <laughs> experience it that way too. Yeah. Like a lot of musicians, they're like, I got to go do the album now. Yep. Yeah. Now I got to make something even better. It's yep. just the, it's just the odd beast that comes along with getting to do what you want for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And you're always yeah. trying to, to better what you did before. Just keep going up. Yep. And then if it doesn't happen that way and it, you know, like if you make, if you're in the band and you make a song and it's worse then it's just like I'm the worst person ever. Yeah. This is right, and the apparently nobody likes me next now. time. It's just that much worse. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, a man. roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's a it's a tough gig. Music industry in in all aspects of it is difficult. And, and it's all what? it's all tough. Let's take yeah. a moment and, and and talk about that for just a second. Like, guys, if 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 this is something that is going to weigh on your mental health harder than it should take a step back and think like you know <laughs> hell Brittany could be the first to tell you that like this is not for everybody you mm-hmm. have to know your limits do not like sacrifices need to be made in order for you to do anything in life in order for you to get anywhere that you want to be sacrificing time with friends family loved ones you know hobbies whatever it is sacrifice is like the key I would say, but in that, if you're going to push yourself to a breaking point, that needs to be checked. Be careful, know your limits, know what you're trying to do, know your goals, like, and surround yourself with people who are going to give a shit, people who care about you and people, most importantly, people who can call you out and check you because it is a slippery slope to go down a, uh, a dark mental path just to get to what you think success is so just Mm -hmm. be careful that's all i gotta say keep doing what you love keep doing it keep doing it like (laughs) fucking keep keep going man like yeah but like this is part of the reason why we do the podcast is we're not just sitting here going hey we're gonna glorify going on tour we're gonna glorify being in a band it's like there's truth to that because it's mm-hmm. what Pat and I and, and you, like, it's what we can connect to. It's how we can make these relationships the way we make them. But we're not going to sit here and sugarcoat the fact that this is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. And right. It's not as glamorous as people make it out to be. Exactly. And some people never make the snowball. And I think that mm-hmm. was some, something I wanted to touch on here is like, one, first off, you're not entitled to shit. Okay, nobody owes yeah. you anything. If you want something from somebody or from like, if you want like a fan base, go out and take it, go out and get it, go out and work for it. Nobody owes you their attention or their time. But if you see yourself like, because personally, I don't think I ever hit that snowball. I think there was a, 
a time where I could have. And um, looking back on it, it's like if I had just seized that moment, I felt like that could have been my snowball. Yeah. Now you don't just get one. Like you just keep looking for it, keep trying. Mm-hmm. But nobody gives yeah. you shit. But that is the, at least in my perspective, and probably some of our listeners, that is the hardest place I think to get to is that snowball. So when you got there, what was your experience like as you, I, I'm going to use the word coasted, as you coasted along that ride? Well, I mean, it was slow at first. Like I said, that there were times where there'd be, you know, like six months with nothing, seven right. months with nothing. Um, so, you know, going back and in and out of that depression and missing what you want to do and that kind of thing. Um, but once it kind of started to pick up, then it was like a thousand miles an hour. It felt yeah. like it was never ending. And that's kind of the last six years. It's kind of been like that where it's just been like, kind of like never, never ending feeling. Yeah. So do me a favor mm-hmm. before we continue on with this podcast. I want you to give me a pitch, right? Uh-oh. Give me, give me the pitch of why I want to be in a band, but, or like on tour or whatever it is. Give it to me in the exact opposite. Don't glorify it. Like, tell me the honest to God truth <laughs> of why you want to do what you want and what it takes to get there. Don't glorify it, but tell you the truth. Wait, how, do, how do you just, just go, for, just go for it. it. Like just, just whatever, whatever you think like your pitch is. I, I don't know where he's going right, with so like, this. For example, for example, but, like, like, uh, Oh, you want to go on tour to play for thousands of people? It's amazing that you play, beat new people. Where it's, in reality, it's like, oh man, I'm going on tour and I'm hitting like McDonald's. Like, do you like McDonald's? Yeah, go like, on tour. Do you like gas stations that are 24 hours? Like, <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Have you ever me, been to a sheets me... and felt like fuck yeah? I gotta stop at all of them. Actually, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Like, absolutely. Sheets, yeah. is, sheets is sheets is the shit. But thank you, sheets is the obviously. Shit. What's the other one that people really love? Wah, Just to like wah, wah. thank you. I always compare the two. As you should. They're entirely, yeah. you know, uh opposites and, and enemies for life. That is like the prime level of touring on the East Coast is getting to those yeah. two gas stations. So I guess to, <laughs> yeah. to rephrase <laughs> that is the tour goal. Get to yeah. a gas station. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Lord, that's my next tattoo. That's when I knew I made it. The first time I made it to a Wawa, I was like, this is real. I'm, yeah. I'm touring. Well, and it's and as oh, funny as it truth, is though. as funny as it is those are some of the highlights that you get on tour like I, rem- I remember we just i just did unsilent night fest <clears throat> down in texas and i was like holy shit i can get fucking in and out because we don't you know yeah know, we're not lucky like Whataburger. you you know hey, i grew up in nebraska i've only lived in la for six years i'm so sorry i know i know <laughs> to both but of us so like actually so now that like we could go down to Dallas, there's an in and out down there. And I was like, best part of tour. Yeah, best part. Like, best part. I met best a thousand part. people, don't care. In, oh. in and out. It's the in little out, things baby. that keep you sane. So yeah. I guess in order to like I'm I'm gonna yeah. rephrase my previous question. Yep. What is the reality of tour for someone like you in your position? The reality of tour is you you miss a lot of things that when you get older and the longer you do it, it kind of becomes a little bit more sad that you miss these things, you know, like birthdays, like you'd think that it doesn't matter, but 
you do get bummed out when you're like, I actually wish, wish I was there for my friend's wedding, or I wish that I could have been there for my dad's birthday last year. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's a reality. Um, you miss out on time with your partner. If you have a partner, um, family, friends, also just like regular life things like you like a band and you want to see them while you're not touring with them or in their genre. So good luck. Oh man, <laughs> if that's not the truth. Yeah. True. I've missed so many concerts. Um, but I mean, it's still a great lifestyle, but I was going to say now <laughs> on top of that, what makes it worth it? What makes it worth it? The friends you make, the places you get to go. I mean, I get to travel all over the place and get paid to do it, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. I've been to so many different countries and seen so many things. It's just, it broadens the way you see things in the world, which is really cool. It puts a new perspective on things, which I really appreciate. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I don't know. It, it really, it really does. And so one thing that I know Pat likes to do this too, but one thing we like to do is when we're on tour, when we feel ourselves getting caught up in the moment or like, mm-hmm. uh, complacent i guess not caught up in the moment complacent to what we're doing hell my you know childhood dream of actually being on the road i'm doing it i'm living it. yeah one of the things that we've liked to do is like go when, to in and out <laughs> yeah when those <laughs> when we catch ourselves slipping into that complacency uh we'll find a spot or like pull over to the side of the road and, or just have a conversation like dude like we're, we're in fucking texas right now yeah like and just kind of like pull, we like to pull ourselves out. One of mine was I stopped on the side of the road in the middle of West Virginia in, in like the mountains and just like store, stared over a creek for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. What is one of your ways that you pull yourself out of that moment to just realize I'm actually like doing what I love? Like, a, like that, that self-check. Right. Something that just makes you really appreciative. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really noticed it. And this is like, it's happened several times where it'll just be like during a show, there'll just be a moment where like, if I was having a crappy day, cause like, to be honest, it's not super glamorous, you know, backstage can be cold and dark and scary and boring yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're tired and you miss home and all this stuff. And then there's like a moment when the show is happening and it just kind of clicks and you're just like, how lucky am I that I get to be here doing this and I get to see how happy it makes all of these people. Right. Like it's it's a really yeah. humbling moment. Do you awesome. do you have before we actually move on to like our next question here? I was I had one that popped into my head. Do you ever like when you're sitting there shooting and stuff, just stop and just like just forget and just sit and watch that concert for a bit? Totally. Yeah, because if I if I don't, I'm gonna end up taking like three or four thousand photos, and then I'll be up all night. So I have to, and I've been trying to be better about just stopping and paying attention. But there are like little moments where you know certain songs, it's fun to just sit and watch and see like the crowd reactions and like mm-hmm. pick people. Like you pick people out, and you just see like how happy it makes them, and you just kind of watch them and the show at the same time. It's it's kind of weird, but yeah, that's that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> All right, back to back to your regularly scheduled question. Yeah, yep. What are your top five current musical artists right now that you're in? Oh God, it's it too like, hard. Top three. Oh, it's like the world's hardest question. I haven't yeah. had. I feel like I haven't had a favorite band in years, and I don't know if it's because yeah. touring did that to me, or oh, you're I so just, indifferent now. 
I well, know it's. I'm just more thinking like, just what are your like the top five that you're just listening to? Like, right. They don't have to be your your favorite of all time, but what is like something what's, that you're stuck what's your on recently at the played on Spotify? <laughs> um. Well, I just came back from Joshua Tree, so we were listening oh. to Bon Iver out there because it's just pretty mm-hmm. desert music, I guess. Um, I love Phoenix. I've, I can't ever stop listening to them. I don't get sick of them. Um, let's see. Who else have I been liking lately? God, I feel like I don't even have time to listen to music. <laughs> I catch myself listening to Phoebe Bridgers a lot. I think it's because my Google Home, uh, I don't know, it it knows that I like it, so it just plays it a lot. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers are great. Thank yeah, you, she's Google. great. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that band, I don't know if I'm going to say it right, Krungbin? I don't know. No. Krungbin, Krungbin. Uh, it's a really hard word to say, but it's fun. It's um, kind of like dancey disco music, kind of like right up Bear's Alley. He'll have to check mm-hmm. it out. You have to look them up. The, the name is spelled funny, but yeah, All pretty right. great. All right, so we're gonna go to a quick break here, but before okay. we go to the break, we got one more question for you. All right. <laughs> tell our listeners who may be interested in starting a career in concert photography mm-hmm. one thing that you know now that you wish you had knew known when you first started out what would it be mm-hmm. don't be so hard on yourself mm. um because you can put a lot of pressure on yourself to get things done and to have them be perfect and you know, to live up to the expectations of the artists that you're working for, et cetera. Don't put yourself down if you can't get to what you think your idea of perfect is, I guess. Mm. You know, because that could eat you alive. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. That's a, that's a good mm-hmm. one. All right. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Did you guys know that we have a playlist on Spotify for up and coming new bands? What we do, it's called the Unsigned Pop Punk Playlist. We update it bi-weekly for up-and-coming bands. There's 45 new tracks on there every other week. Go give it a follow on Spotify. Save it. Share it. We want to help you discover your favorite new band and also discover new bands in your area that you can go out and see for as little as $5 for a show. So give the playlist a follow on Spotify at Unsigned Pop Punk. It's as easy as that. And we're back with Britt Bowman. Britt, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for this having is, me. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, I loved like all of your answers, by the way. Just, oh, just thank you. <laughs> so, so you were. And uh, honestly, I believe that like people listening uh, love them too. And it's a, it, man, it's a, it's a lot of insight that that we that we don't often get. Like we get insight from bands, we get insight from, uh, you know, managers, record labels, like whatever, whatever is all different perspectives. And this one, I believe that you're our first photographer we've had on. Mm-hmm. So this is, and, and be just being in bands, we've like have photographer friends and mm-hmm. who like, again, if you're not hiring a photographer in your band, quit it. Yeah. Just Hire do it. A you phot- need just, just do it. Yeah. Your mom's not going to do it for you. No. And social media is the future. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's the reality yeah, of life. So this has yeah. been really, really awesome for, for me, I'm sure for Pat. But uh, this, uh, yeah, this has been awesome. So I'm really thankful that uh, that you're even here. But, but, <laughs> but with that, we're done with the serious shit. Okay. Like, we're, we're just done. 
This next segment is called the obscure questions segment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the I'm going to start this one out. Okay. Okay. And this is going to be a visual one. I will do my best to describe it for our just our audio. For all of you uh, audio listeners. Yeah. Follow so, us on YouTube. Yeah, there's that too. So what is one major irrational fear that you have? So, so as an example, for me, when somebody, typically one of my children, grabs me by the index finger with one hand and then a pinky finger with their other hand, like I immediately like feel like they're going to rip my hand in half. Oh my gosh. I, I get absolutely <laughs> right? terrified and I will I like let me go. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh what no. is um what's an irrational fear that you have? Mm-hmm. Um that one day the band is gonna need me to go on stage and pretend play. <laughs> So to play bass. Yeah, bass. I've had like reoccurring nightmares of them being like, we need you. And they throw, <laughs> they give me drumsticks or a guitar and they're like, we have you muted. And then I get up there and I go clink, clink, clink because I'm not <laughs> muted. And it's like an actual like terrifying fear that I have. But let's be honest, out of anybody, that would be your reality. Like, it is not the, impossible. You've watched enough. You know, you yeah. know the set, Britt. You got this. You got this. Uh, God, you're oh the only God. one we can trust <laughs> right <laughs> now. <laughs> I I make jokes with them all the time, being like, "Oh, you should just let me sing on this song. I got this." And then you know, I'll squeal some terrible sound. Yeah, but I'm not serious. But God, I hope they don't make me do it one day. I hope. I hope, I hope they, they do, do, and I hope I can see it. I hope I can yeah. be there for it. Um, just uh, you know, it's a special treat for myself. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, one second. I didn't realize that my power wasn't plugged in and my computer is dying. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, this is going to be a great, great moment for all you uh, listeners and viewers out there to tell you about <laughs> our Patreon. You can go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon oh, right back, now because, uh, because you should. That's, a, that's, all, that's it. You just should. Bear, <laughs> what's your irrational fear? www.patreon.com forward slash unsigned pop punk. My irrational fear is being stabbed with a sword. Now, I, I don't know. I don't know if you've known this before. I have been stabbed. I've been stabbed with a knife. I. It has happened. That's scary. It. But why? Is, but a sword. But though. a like a because it's specifically like a sword that's gonna go through me. You know what I mean? Like so you don't go to Comic Con. No. No. Where people will dress up and have like fake swords. Well, fake swords are fine. Like. Like which which is odd because you think I think have it would some be, sort of like, I think it would definitely like, hurt worse to actually be stabbed with a a, a fake sword because it's dull. Well, yeah, that. But like most swords <laughs> right. at Comic Con, right? <laughs> now that yeah. hold on, now that I'm thinking about this, this is making. It oh no! Worse. Am I scaring <laughs> you? Getting, you? I'm you sorry. Really I just right wanted to see Marvel shit, and I'm surrounded <laughs> by fake swords. <laughs> He's Someone's just standing just in like, the corner. Yeah, someone's dressed like Link from Zelda, and you're just like running the opposite way. (laughs) It's a foam sword, but meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm dressed as a pot. Like this was a bad idea. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, (laughs) I don't have any rupees. Take my money. I don't. I don't care. Uh, that is a great couple's costume idea. Yeah, that is really awesome. (laughs) Just be like, want to smash? No. <laughs> I think I'm funny and that's a problem. Okay, my question is <laughs> it's midsummer. You're driving down the West Coast. 
in your dream car. Okay. What song are you listening to? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, um, hmm. Pat, you better answer this too, by the way. Oh, shit. Well, I wasn't prepared for that. I'm not prepared either, but I'm just going to go with what I've been jamming a lot recently. Uh, Sue Studio by Phil Collins. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's <sighs> I'm a banger. so glad I'm not the only one that's been on a Phil Collins kick this last week. Oh, man, so much. I would. I, it's okay. So since you threw this on me, first thing that pops into my mind, California Girls by the Beach Boys. There you Ooh, go. Yeah. You know, you want, do you I, know what mine would be? And I've given this. No, one, so I don't. So don't. I tell came me. up. Okay. There. Okay. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully ready to move on if we're moving no. on. Just, no, just. No, I want to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Know. It's like I don't know if Brittany's gonna be okay with this. <laughs> just this like like sense of not knowing. Um, <laughs> it would be. Um, oh. Oh, oh no. my God! Uh, there I swear is. to God, if it's dustland. <laughs> <laughs> Dustland Fairy Tale by the Killers. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. I don't know it. Never heard it. That's all right. It's off but, their album Day and Age. It's, okay. You'll have to show it to me later. Yeah. It's so good. So good. Nice. All right. Nice. Last question <laughs> in this won't segment. Listen to it, Brad. I know. There's no way he's going <laughs> to. He still hasn't listened to the Rob. Whoa. What did Uh-oh. you do? He still hasn't listened to the Rob Thomas uh, since since we, we've had that episode, have you? Oh, you still man. haven't listened to him? No, but you know I will. Go ahead. You. Oh, I was going to say, I was just talking to my boyfriend yesterday about Rob Thomas. We were just wondering, <gasps> what's he up to now? Oh, I thought, I literally thought still, you were just going to say, still I was just talking to Rob Thomas. Oh, I yeah, would no. I Just, just trip bear out real yeah. hard this bear we gotta stop talking about rob thomas this is getting obscene at I'll this just point get, i'll just get a tattoo and forget about it yeah if you get the tattoo i'll stop bringing him up fair enough wait was that a reference to that song with santana <laughs> give me your heart make it real or forget about it right isn't that what oh, that's we'll get about <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you for catching that mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> good job right. if you could change the name of any fast food restaurant which restaurant would it be, and what would the name be? McDonald's to McDougal's because of coming to America. I just said that. That was and mine. For the same reason, too. <laughs> yes. But, okay. The exact same reason. Like, literally, verbatim. With, yeah. like, really? same cadence and everything. Oh, because yeah. of coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> are, are we the same person? Are we Apparently. best friends? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, Brittany, it's our snag is the, beard it's the and elephant it's that connects us. <laughs> yeah, just, just, uh, how's it look? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want mine? It's detachable. Like a <laughs> Yeah, that, that would be crazy. Like a Lego piece? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mine would also be McDonald's, but I'd change it to McDick's. <laughs> ah, I like it. That's even funnier. Like it was a running gag for for a hot second for mm-hmm. with a band I was on tour with once. Where it was just like anytime you'd see a McDonald's, it'd just be, <laughs> McDicks. Like, yeah, I, don't know. See, I love I've, it. I've just always called it McDougals, my mm-hmm. whole life. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. All right, mm-hmm. Pat, bring us into our last segment. Okay, last segment. It's called rapid fire questions. Now this oh, one, no. you're just gonna <laughs> you're just gonna speak from the heart and shoot from the hip. All right, you're not think about it, just answer. Yep. Okay. Are you ready for this? I it's guess not so. that hard. It's, it's not, not scary. That, it's not that difficult. Stop. Okay. okay. You're making it worse on yourself. I know. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? No. 
MTV or Fuse? Uh, MTV. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Is a sweatshirt a sweater? No. Absolutely correct. Uh, Tom DeLonge or Matt Skiba? Oh, man. Tom, I think. (laughs) Guitar Hero or Rock Band? Guitar Hero. Last question. Newfound Glory or Simple Plan? Newfound Glory. You won. You did it. No, that wasn't as bad as I thought. No, I... See, like, that's the thing is we like to make you feel like it might be like really weird shit, but it's not. It's real basic. I was expecting like Jeopardy hard. Oh, (laughs) maybe we should start. Yeah, as I say, maybe we should up the ante just a little bit. Like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. What is the population of? What is is the peak of the Appalachian Mountains? What is the average wind speed of an unladen swallow? (laughs) (laughs) That That was intense. Yeah. That was that was real intense. Oh come uh, on, that's a quote from Monty thought, Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, I've never uh, seen it. Oh, oh, that's fair. Honestly, I, literally the only good parts about that movie are quotable, and you can like YouTube the quotable parts. Yeah. So <laughs> I bought it, and I attempted to watch it once when I was young. I never finished it because I didn't like it at the time. I definitely <laughs> feel like I would like it now. You would, but mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared for it at the time. Yeah, it's definitely like a mature sense of like. And I was not. I yeah. was dumb as shit. I think that's how I started it and fell asleep. But it was like ten years ago, so I think oh I would God. enjoy it now. Oh but I think I saw it on Netflix the other day. Like I think it's available to watch yeah, on so. Netflix or Hulu. One mm-hmm. of the really? two. One of the two. Mm-hmm. Might have to stay up late one night and watch it. Oh, yeah, go. definitely. Now, now you have homework, Pat. Shut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Brittany, you did it. You made it through the podcast. Congratulations. Uh, yes. Thank you again so much <laughs> for being you. here. Before we send you off, mm-hmm. we want you to plug your brand, plug what you do, promote yourself. The floor is yours. Take it away. What's next? Um, my Instagram is Brit underscore Bowman. Uh, you can see my photos on tour there, different videos from when t- things are happening in life. I don't know. That's pretty much all I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also got your website. That's true. That's just Brit Bowman Photography. I'm pretty sure it's Brit or Brittany. It's one of the two. <laughs> one of the two. I believe it's yeah. Brit. Yeah, it's Brit. probably Brit. Mm-hmm. I'm right. super prepared. <laughs> that's, a, that's okay. You got any tours coming up? Anything in the uh, future? Yes, um, I'm going back out with Bull Beat Shocker uh, in May, and we're going to do European festival season, so that'll be Dang. fun. Going to hit all the big metal festivals, Rock and is, Ring, Rock and Park. Is there awesome. anyone on those that you are particularly interested in trying to see? Mm. <laughs> well, we are doing um, a festival called Pink Pop. And Imagine Dragons is headlining the opposite stage of ours. And my best friend works for Dan, the singer. So I'm hoping that we can see each other there because that would be fun. (laughs) Isn't that crazy though? How you better than seeing a band all the way across seeing a friend? Yep, exactly. It's just running into your friends at festivals. That's I I remember like running into. I I ran into my friend Doug in Texas randomly. I was like, "Oh, who are you with?" And he'd be like, "Oh, this people. Oh." Cool. Well, this is cool. You want to go grab a bite to eat? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, so great. He's from Pennsylvania. Was... I'm from freaking Wisconsin. We're meeting somewhere random in Texas. I think that's mm-hmm. the coolest fucking thing. And Absolutely. that was always some of the some of the fun, especially with Warp Tour. 
Yeah. yeah. And like, it's like summer camp, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, when you have my- to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, well, when you have to be away from like your family and friends at home, if you get to run into some of them along the way, that's kind of delightful. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, Brittany. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This was an absolute blast. I really hope uh, everyone out there listening has learned something today. I know I sure have. Um, <laughs> we got to categorize this under some sort of educational podcast on Spotify. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I did it. And I, I'm, if I keep talking, I'm just going to start rambling. So. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. It's been great to catch up. And uh, thank you for cool. tuning into another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry. And today, a podcast about life behind the scenes of the music industry. We will catch you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>